You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Good morning. Let's see if I remember how to do this, huh? I'm sorry it's been so long. How have you been? You've been good? Good. I bet you're stoked for the weekend weather, hey? Oh, me too. Although, yeah, I've been away. I'm not going to rub it in or humble brag. I've had some sunshine, but this weekend is going to be glorious. But it's a Friday, so expect it'll be busy this afternoon, of course, with people coming to enjoy the weather as well. Just two degrees at the top of 7th heaven and the peak this morning where, oh boy, it's uh, it's snowy, but few goggle tens getting rocked around town, including one last night uh, out in the heat on the Horseman Glacier, what with the ski camps happening up there too. So yeah, people still skiing, which is, uh, yeah, super rad. I don't miss it though. Uh, do I? Maybe. Do you? Yeah, I know. I kind of do, but these temperatures are going to be so good for some snow melt, which would be great uh, in the long term for hiking because we ain't going anywhere soon in the high alpine. Although yeah, Pika's Traverse and Matthew's Traverse are officially open. So with Peak Chair now running, you can head on up the snow walls, you know, from the roundhouse, up Peak's Traverse and Matthew's Traverse, up to the top of Peak Chair and then either download Peak or, you know, just walk back or you can do it the other way around, whatever floats your boat. But the Sky Raker and the, you know, the suspension bridge and the Cloud Raker Sky Bridge, they aren't open right now. Uh, the Raven uh, Lookout, that's what it's called, the Raven's Nest, right? They're not open right now, they remain closed. But there's a few things you might want to know about the mountains operating hours. A few people were asking me yesterday, just what time does the peak to peak close right now for instance well it closes at 5 p.m but the last round trip is at 4 45 however on the weekends uh, a few uh, things do change the operating hours so whistle village gondola for instance is now open between 9 30 and 5 p.m but from friday to sunday it's open until 8 p.m and that's because they have their mountain feast going on so i love that about the longer lift operating hours in the winter uh, summer you know, you can't use the P2P after five, but it does mean you can do late hiking, come on down on the gondola for sunset on Fridays, Saturdays or Sundays. And it is gorgeous up there. Uh, you know, I really miss sunsets here in the mountains, you know, from the valley bottom. You don't see them a lot. So if you want to see sunset along the horizon, that's one way to do it. And there's a little top tip for you, but that's only on Whistle Village Gondola that it's open till 8 p.m. Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Peak chair is open until 5 p.m rather than 4 p.m. on weekends and holiday Mondays. But although the Whistle Village gondola opens at 9.30, the Blackcomb gondola opens at 10 a.m. So if you're doing sections of the Ascent Trail, then plan that into account. Of course, you can't do the full Ascent Trail unless you want to do the latter part on snow. Uh, yeah, uh, right now. But you can definitely get to mid-station and beyond and then maybe work your way back down. There's an idea. But yeah, a couple operating things for you there for your thing. Another operating um, adjustment actually for the lower section of Big burn and the essential that's actually going to be closed due to a race this weekend let me just double check which day that is 
tomorrow. Ta-da! Yeah, so the Little Burn Ascent Trail, that'll be closed for the Canada Cup, the BC Cup uh, cross-country race tomorrow. Uh, that's June 25th, so from 11 a.m. till 4 p.m. Yeah, you can use, if you're uh, hiking, you can use Lower Merlins to connect back to Big Burn. Yeah, on that section of the Ascent Trail. Probably be a detour sign, so yeah, there you go for the weekend. But weekend-wise, what have we got for weather? Well, it's just ooh, 7 degrees right now in the valley as I record this, but we're looking for a high of 23 today, but it's actually going to be much warmer over the next few days. We're looking for a high of 26 on Saturday, 28 on Sunday, 29 on Monday, which actually brings our overnight temperatures, like our lows, to the double digits, looking at 10, maybe 12 degrees, even 13 degrees over the next few days. But because these are the warmest temperatures we've seen all year, there is a special weather statement in effect just saying that, you know, increased stream flow due to, of course, some increased snow melt is possible, but that bodies of water still remain cool for this time of year so the risk of hypothermia with prolonged exposure is possible even though the heat is there so yeah our bodies of water still very cool compared to say last year's heat wave where it was 40 something degrees and really uh yeah really increased the temperature of our our lakes and of course that rapid runoff and flooding that we had we weren't able to drink our water our tap water for a couple days remember yeah let alone what happened to poor Lytton in fact there's a fundraiser for a Lytton school uh Lytton pool that I'm going to tell you about shortly but weather wise sunrise is at 503 sunset is at 926 today it's going to be a beautiful weekend and like I said, I expect town will be busy. So if you want to do some biking, what with a little bit of rain that apparently you had on the summer solstice, what a bummer, but... Uh, you've got some great trail conditions out there, really good in fact, and you've got a couple virtual Toonie rides. You've got the la- uh, last day today to finish this week's off, but the Toonie ride on June 30th, the in attendance one, that actually has an earlier start time of 6pm for that Toonie ride rather than 6.30. So you can see the start of the course on the Trail Forks route there and uh, the Apre will be at Cro-Mag with Coast Mountain for, uh, Brewing for, uh, sponsoring that as well, along with Whistler Cooks, North Shore Billet as well. That'll be a hell of a time. But the latest report from Walker from head trail builder Dan Raymond actually came on June 16th. So a little while ago there. And same with quite a few on the Trail Forks app, quite, you know, later reports, nothing, no updated reports as of June 20th. So the past four days, but spring cleaning and rehab in the lower half of Wish You Were Here from a few days ago means that that's running ideally now. Sasquatch Alley and Bring on the Weekend have been considered pretty variable, but yummy nummy, the lower part anyway, and the yummy and nummy and comfortably numb are ideal right now. Also considered ideal is Cable Guy and uh, the lower ridge access um, uh, on the lower ridge there has a bit of a washout, but still rideable. But uh, the Far Out Traverse has a couple of deep mud holes between some big rocks and biogeoclimatic site. Um, big word this morning. Uh, but thanks to everybody in the in the planning, approval and construction, the Trail Fox report reads that's from a couple of days ago on the Far Out Traverse. And then the snow is clear on the Rainbow Sprout flank, apparently. Uh, mostly clear anyway. Could use some erosion control in a few places, but the snow is gone and early season can Conditions, but good riding, considered wet for a few days ago on the Upper Howler. Could be drying off well by this point, though. Like I said, that's from a few days ago. But 
A section of road that isn't drying off, talking about roads next, is the Hurley. Yeah, if you're looking ahead to Gun Lake for some nice weather this weekend, the uh, road is deteriorating quickly at Waterfalls Creek. Uh, It's a usual washout spot, but on the East Hurley, uh, the morning of just yesterday, might not be passable much longer, so use caution there. Looks, uh, yeah, at that Ford (laughs) washout, really, uh, really eroding that quickly, so FYI on there. But otherwise... Road-wise, looking good. Was some utility work happening uh, yesterday, uh, according to Drive BC. I didn't see it myself, but then again, I biked in and uh, back from work yesterday. Uh, although, <laughs> oh, we have to talk about the buses being back, of course. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that in just a second, because utility work is still happening between Daisy Lake Road and the Callahan Valley Road with a right lane closure uh, northbound. So some minor delays, but no lane closures on Fridays after 1 p.m. due to, of course, increased traffic from the lower mainland. Interesting to know. Yeah, FYI. But like I said, buses. Oh my gosh, that rare beast. I actually caught one yesterday for free. They are free. Bus riding is free in our communities of Whistler and Squamish right through until Labor Day, which is September 5th. That isn't the case for Pemberton. If somebody was asking yesterday, like, oh, is it free to go between Pemberton and Whistler? And that is not the case. Mm. Yeah, so that uh, currently being debated about on a couple of online forums, especially because in Pemberton, the travel isn't free for the same time period. So yeah, that's being discussed right now. But yeah, it is free for us here in Whistler until September 5th. Okay. Yeah, super cool. And that means a couple things as well. Uh, with it being free until then, there's also a pass sale, a transit system pass sale on now through to October 31st. So for when transit does become uh, you know, uh, it just become da, 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 uh, not free. <laughs> what are you going to pay for it? I can't believe I don't have a word for it this morning, but you can get monthly passes at 30% off. That's for sep- September, uh, through November passes purchased by October 31st, or you can get a six month pass at 40% off or a 12 month pass at 50% off. FYI on that one. And then also about buses, you've got daily free buses on as of tomorrow to Lost Lake. And that's going to be starting between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m., which means there's no parking at Lost Lake in between those hours either. You can park before 11 and after 6, but not between those times when that Lost Lake shuttle, that free bus service is running. And there will be a Rainbow Park shuttle commencing on June 29th. So not this weekend, but coming up on the 29th. And that's going to run on Saturdays and Sundays and statutory holidays between 10 and 6 p.m. with uh, pickups varying. Due to traffic, shuttle stops are going to be Meadow Park, Whistle Village, by the Olympic Plaza area there, uh, across from Daylot 4, Rainbow Lake Trailhead, and Rainbow Park. And large packages can be carried on the shuttle, if you're wondering, space permitting. That includes unflated watercraft, food coolers, fold-up chairs, strollers, medium-sized bags and backpacks, foldable wheelchairs, compact mobility devices, but it cannot carry pets, um, unless, of course, it's a service animal, a hard shell watercraft, inflated watercraft, more than two bikes, or barbecues, okay? FYI on that one. There will be a bike valley as well starting tomorrow in Olympic Plaza and that's going to be run right through until Labor Day well on Fridays Saturdays and Sundays and a few extended hours at Whistler Olympic Plaza during certain events which will be of course I'm sure the Whistler uh, the summer concert series so 
Yeah, lots to talk about today. Hey, Woo. love it. But super, super great news that the bus service is back up and running. Although I've heard there are a couple kinks getting ironed out right now. Maybe not the full service that we would usually have at this time of year, for instance. Still a couple drivers to return back to work, um, I believe, according to the bus driver I was talking to yesterday. Um, what else to let you know about? So much, in fact. There's more to let you know about here. We've got, of course, that uh, cross-country ca- um, race, the BC Cup and Canada Cup happening tomorrow. Peak's Traverse, I've told you, is open. Peak Express as well, the Mountain Top Feast. But um, there's uh, somebody asking a question online about, oh, where's a good place to hike in Whistler? You know, if maybe in, potentially when it's raining. They want to go to Joffrey Lakes, but it's, it's far. You do have to get a day pass, for instance, on that one. Looking for something similar. Well, <laughs> Um, there's so many that you can do in and around Whistler, but you can't do Chequemus Lake right now. That is closed due to an aggressive bear. There's been an, a bear, it, a little, who knows if it's the same one, but in and around, of course, that territory for a long time. It's, uh, it's wild out there. I love those old growth trees. It's beautiful, but it is closed right now due to potentially some habituated behavior due to people not packing in what you pack out. And that's crucial with hiking that this behavior doesn't happen or this situation doesn't happen. So there's as little conflict as possible. And so always pack in what you pack out. If you're looking for hikes, there's always a few options, but check Miss Lake is not uh, an option right now. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, but I mean, even the Rainbow Lake trail, you know, you won't be able to get to Rainbow Lake right now, but some good elevation gain on there and some nice old growth at the upper reaches and, uh, you know, um, the Ascent Trail is a great option locally, Brandywine Meadows. There are so many, but I'm not going to give away all of Whistler's secrets. You know, we have to do a bit of research and find them yourself sometimes too, right? But uh, it's June 24th today on June 27th. So Monday this week, the rainbow parking lots will be closed for asphalt paving work, FYI. So this Monday, they'll be closed at Rainbow Park. If you want to get there, you'll have to uh, work that one out. The shuttle service won't be running because that doesn't kick off until the 29th. Uh Uh-huh. Um, the Whistler Secondary School had a barbecue, but that was yesterday to celebrate their postponed 25th anniversary. They had a, apparently an Olympic sized cake. What, what's an Olympic sized cake? Uh, that I want to know. That must be huge. But that went down yesterday. You've got the farmer's market, of course, happening this Sunday. But really importantly, you've got the Squamish Lillowat Cultural Center opening its doors for free admission right through until July 3rd in the spirit of reconciliation, of course, to, uh, you know, following on from Indigenous Peoples Day. In fact, yesterday there was an awakening ceremony in the Great Hall for the Fatherland st- Great Story Poll, and that's the Quatsa Tamiqua uh, Fatherland Poll. Uh, yesterday, with a blessing of cedar and song, I hope you made it. I wasn't able to, I was working, but there are so many events happening at the uh, SLCC over the next few weeks. In fact, there's also some storytelling from Tanina Williams at the Whistle Public Library coming up to on Sunday between 3.30 and 4.30 as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a family storytelling circle uh, a little earlier at 2 to 3 at the Whistle Public Library. But what else to let you know that's going on? Something happening on Monday. 
what was it that I really wanted to remind you? It'll come to me um, as I go through my tabs here. We'll find it. But up in Pemby, this really uh, ooh, caught my attention this morning. The new gas station, what was Petrocan, is now AC Petroleum Sales. And they're doing their, doing their grand opening, reopening, grand opening today. And that's from 11.30 till 2.30. They're giving away free food, coffee, and apparently discounted gas and diesel. And having just been in the US where you're looking at ooh, a little under five US dollars a gallon. Our prices look astronomical in comparison, hence why I biked yesterday. It's good for you. And if the weather's nice, why not? Uh, But yeah, discounted gas really got my attention. So I'm not sure how much, but that's between 11.30 and 2.30 today. But they're also going to have new features like hot pizza, corn dogs, a milkshake blender, and uh, all sorts happening there. So that's an FYI. If you're heading up to Pemby, maybe the gas will be cheaper there today. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also happening in our community, uh, well, a little FYI, because it's lake weather as of today. <laughs> Although the lakes are going to be cold for swimming, if you're hanging out at the docks, you lose your keys, your phone. Chris Hedges has a business called Glacier Fresh Diving, and he scuba dives down to the lakes. Uh, trust me, he can't, uh, not trust me, he does try, and he has received a lot from underneath the Lost Lake Dock. But the Lost Lake Dock, the nudie dock, that's like 70 feet deep under there and there's a lot of silt and sediment around there. It's really hard to find all those sunglasses that people lose. It's just so thick. Uh, So yeah, if you do lose anything anywhere else, if you hear a splash, let him know and he can retrieve that for you, of course, for a fee. But that's Glacier Fresh Driving, uh, Diving. Yeah, cool option there. Speaking of the dock, a frequenter, Ethan Bagley, came to the rescue last week. Milo, a cat, was stuck very high up a tree, but Ethan Bagley was able to uh, bring him down and save him. Anatude is very thankful. Great work there, Ethan. Cute cat, too. Ethan has a couple cats. That's probably why he's so savvy. But yeah, a uh, really good little news story there. In fact, it reminds me that I really want to resurrect the Be Vocal About a Local. So, if you're listening and you maybe know a company that would want to contribute some prizing to that initiative, let me know, but I will do some approaching of businesses and see if they want to get involved on that. The Be Vocal About a Local initiative is where we get prizing. And when stuff like this happens, where someone in our community has just been awesome, gone above and beyond, you get to nominate them and they can win prizing. Yeah, simple. Just pay it forward. That's uh, the whole the whole point. Uh, something that caught my attention this morning that might interest you. If you're a biker, is a new business in town. It's some storage, indoor bike storage in the village. It's $150 a month. Uh, but for those people who live out of town, they're worried about getting their downhill bike on the bus with just, you know, the limited two racks, that kind of thing. It works out at you know, about $5 a day. But as Mike Gamble, you know, um, duly noted, like, yeah, I hope you've got insurance and obviously some contract kind of uh, process to cover people's asses if stuff gets stolen, especially with crankworks around the corner, bike theft being Ah, so prolific here. So yeah, new business in town, just an option you might want to look into. Yeah. Um, in the village, if you're a regular, uh, downhill bike and you don't want to to and from it, but you know, I guess you do. It's part of the exercise as well. But speaking of exercise, Stash put me in touch with a raffle coming up for the Whistler Wolves, the local rugby league club. They've got a, f- a fundraiser coming up, a raffle actually happening at Tapley's on June 30th, just around the corner. So that'll be happening at 7.30. Music and banter, of course, provided by Stash out of boy. So that's one for your radar there. Uh, yeah.
bada-bing. So let's give you some, uh, well, a couple of Whistler birthday shout-outs. I'm so bummed to have gone away and missed giving a few people some shout-outs. It's actually Kerry Lee Rain Alga's birthday today, but you've got, uh, well, Jeff Schmuck's coming up tomorrow. Katie Campbell's is on Sunday. Happy birthday, Gil. I hope you have a wicked day. Michael Sills, if you know him, yeah, a ski instructor from back in the day. He's uh, he's turning, uh, well, uh, it's his birthday. I'm not telling you his age. It's his birthday on Monday. But Tim Bukat's birthday is next week. And I'll give everybody else a shout out come the Tuesday episode coming our way because we've got some wicked throwback fucks from Stinky's on the Stroll to share. Uh, Stinky, who I don't know, who are you supporting, Stinky? The Avalanche or the Lightning? I've got to find out. I'll come in and see you real soon. But let's share some facts because of some wicked ones from today. On this day in 1497, John Cabot claimed Eastern Canada for England. He thought it was actually Asia that he'd found when he landed in Nova Scotia, but that was on this day in 1497. It was 12 years later on this day that King Henry VIII was crowned King of England. Uh-huh, true fact. Uh, the first exhibition by Pablo Picasso, who was aged just 19 after moving from Spain to Paris, was on this day in 1901. Yeah, pa- Pablo actually, well, Picasso, I should say, lived until 91, uh, but that's amazing. The first detection of an airplane using reflected radio waves, which was a precursor to radar, was on this day in 1930. In 1916, Mary Pickford, the actress, became the first female film star to get a million-dollar contract. That was on this day in 1916. In 1958, Nina Simone released her debut jazz album, Little Girl Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True fact. And what with Wimbledon coming up real soon? Well, today at Wimbledon, back in 2010, the longest match in tennis history went down. That was between American John Isner, who actually defeated Nicolas Mouha uh, of France um, at Wimbledon. But the match lasted 11 hours and five minutes of play over three days. Crikey. In 1999, Eric Clapton put a hundred of his guitars up for auction. That's right, a hundred. And that was to raise money for his drug rehab clinic, which is called the Crossroads Center. That's in Antigua, um, not in Antigua, Guatemala. But his 1956 Fender Stratocaster, which was called Brownie, and it was used to record the electric version of Layla, actually sold for a record at the time, $497,500. Yeah, and that helped raise nearly $5 million for the clinic. That was in 1999. But five years later, in 2004, another Fender Strat, this time called Blackie, sold uh, for an even bigger sum of money, nearly a million dollars, $959,500, making it the most expensive guitar in the world. And the proceeds of that went to the Clapton's Crossroads Addiction Clinic as well. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, amazing facts. Thank you, Stinkies on the Stroll. Hope you're going to have a wicked weekend on that patio at Stinkies. And uh, speaking of patios, I know DJ Witness is on a few this weekend as well, including 
including one up in Pemberton, actually. That's the Mountain Music Festival happening tomorrow at 7 p.m. at the Pemberton Community Barn, if you're up uh, north of here, yeah. She's going to be playing So Are Mars Crossing, the Big Love Band, and Old Man Grant from 7 p.m. But DJ Witness is also, I noticed, going to be opening for the Sam Roberts Band on Canada Day for their concert here at the Olympic Plaza. So at a girl, that's going to be super rad. Uh, I won't miss that. That's going to be amazing. But let's give you, uh, yeah, give you a joke and a track of the day to send you on your way. Um, here's one for you. If prisoners could take their own mug shots, they'd be called selfies. You know, with a C, you get it? Mm. Track of the day is from an artist called Black, uh, which is spelled six L-A-C-K. He's actually from, well, born in Maryland, but from Atlanta, Georgia. It's kind of near there. So really been digging this track on June's playlist on Spotify, which is called Switch. He's got some really kind of moody hip hop, you know, a lot of emotion and heartbreak and breakup feels, uh, yeah, fuels a lot of his lyrics. And that's track of the day today. So from Ricardo Valdez, Valentine Jr., aka Black. That's track of the day. I hope you dig it. Hope you have yourself a phenomenal weekend. Enjoy the sunshine. I've already saw a bit of sunburn yesterday, so take it easy. It's been a long time since y'all got some sun exposure. Know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I'll see you out there. Uh, Have a wonderful weekend. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.